some time in the making, but it's finally here. You see him the beat. Hello and welcome to this week's edition of Sports Page. I'm your host Nick DiStefano. On this sixth edition of Sports Page, we are going to have four segments this time. We are going to be visiting in our first segment with Mules head baseball coach Kyle Crooks. In our second segment, we'll have Mules baseball pitcher Colin Jones. In our third segment, we are bringing UCM club sports action featuring the captain and team manager of the fencing club, Elena Golden. And we'll end our show today with a preview of the upcoming Mules and Jenny's action. Stay tuned. It's time now for Sports Page. So today we are visiting with Mules baseball head coach Kyle Crooks. Kyle is in his eighth season here as head coach here at UCM, 10th in the program being an assistant for a few years, and a three-time NCAA regional champ for this talented Mules team. Coach Crooks, it's good to have you with us. How are you doing today? I'm great. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Sounds good. So we're going to get started here with some questions. So um, first off, what made you want to coach here at this university? Uh, it, honestly, it's, you know, the, the plan certainly that I didn't have, uh, it just, it just worked out. I had, uh, uh, I'd been coaching at the junior college level in Kansas, you know, not too far away in Hutchinson, Kansas for, um, for 12 years and had no intentions of leaving Had met my wife and started my family there. Um, but, uh, had sent players here certainly, and was familiar with the program, its level of success, uh, connected to it through a bunch of different people, you know, as I'm sure as it is everywhere, the, the baseball world is, is kind of a small world. Um, I had always heard about it and, um, you know, the head coach at the time was, was seeking an assistant coach. Um, and we had, as I said, had, had sent some players up here. We we're very familiar. We seem to run a similar type of program. Um, he called me out of the blue and, and asked me if I'd be interested in an assistant coaching position up here. And, and uh, I came up and looked at it with my family, and, and it just felt like the right thing, the right place to be. Yeah, that's awesome. So obviously, you know, in your eight seasons as a coach, you know, the Mules team, you've seen some development over the years in your experience. So just describe how the team has developed over the years. Um, you know, so obviously they've, the, the Mules have been so successful in terms of the baseball team for, I mean, we're going on, and I say we, but I mean, it, it's, it's been 30 years plus, you know, and um, even more so when, when Coach Rogers was here getting, getting the thing going. Um, and uh, so it, it's always been good. The development, you know, you really see it from the physical side of it in terms of the players and their capabilities and what they're able to do and, and how the game's changing and how athleticism's changing, but also just in terms of the physical facilities, you know, and what Coach Hughes has done here uh, to, to help grow it, you know, having the field. You know, in my time, it's gone from a natural surface field to a turf field um, and, and uh, you know, adding a locker room for the players that, that, that we can fit into and, and updates to the indoors and, and or the indoor facilities facility and, and locker room and such so um, but in terms of the development it, you know it, it's really how the game has changed and I think you know we as a as an institution and as a program because of all of our alumni and, and the talent that we have on our roster and and, and Jerry Hughes and um, we've been able to grow along with the game of baseball and, and change with the game of baseball just you know in terms of how many pitchers we carry how often you know we make pitching changes and the way we you know we we play the game in and of itself. And, you know, Coach, this is an important question. I don't have it in my notes, but, you know, something that struck to me is the renovation experience. You know, I think last year, was it, you guys 
you know, renovated the stadium. You guys have your own clubhouse. Can you describe just a little bit what rent went into that renovation? For sure. Uh, you know, certainly a lot of planning and then and then a great amount of support uh, resource wise from from our alumni. You know, Jim Crane has been really, really good to the program. And um, and then, you know, going out and, and finding other support for the program too to, to match what Jim is, has been so so good to give to us. And, you know, so the process was, you know, kind of getting the parameters of what we could do with, with the amounts that were raised and, um, and then finding out, you know, the, what, the, what the priority was. And to, to me and for us and our program, the priority is our players and, and uh, providing a, a comfortable place for them to, to be at our facility um, with, you know, proper seating, adequate seating, lockers, um, you know, space, space for them to be comfortable, space for them to want to be at the facility. Um, we spend the, uh, a lot of time there. And, and honestly, when they're, when they're not in class, we want them to be there, um, even in lieu of their dorm room or the apartment. So we want to provide them the opportunity and the space and, um, you know, the, the comforts that would, you know, that would make them want to be there. And so we provided them with a locker room and, and an area where they could spread out a little bit and be comfortable and, spend their downtime studying, spending time together, getting to know each other and connecting as a team and as a group um, so that they can, you know, continue to grow together. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. You guys have that amazing experience for the students, you know, expanding that baseball field. They probably sure appreciate it for sure. So now let's talk a little bit about uh, your role, Coach. So, you know, obviously each job has its pros and cons. So over the years, just explain some of the pros and cons of being a head coach. Yeah, honestly, you know, this is, I don't, I don't know a con. Um, it's, it's hard for me to conceive things that way. It's, this is a, I love what I do. I've never worked a day in my life. Um, you know, I'm blessed with, with tremendous administration, but also, you know, the, the guys that work with me and Coach Backus and Coach Westfall and the graduate assistants we've had, Coach Hustickler, Coach Cox, you know, Plymouth on down the line, Ricky Rivera, uh, Nick Magnifico, you know, everybody that's been here has made this experience and made this place, um, you know, awesome is an overused word, but that's what it is. Um, the support here, the people I get to work with on a day-to-day basis, I care about the players um, and the care that they put into to being student athletes here, how much they care about the university, how much they care about the logo on the front of their shirt, um, and everybody that, that's around, you know, including having something like this. Um, you know, their expectations, you know, the, the program is, is expected to, to do well, but they support the program and its efforts to do so. And, um, and always, you know, I think provide for the student athlete an experience that's second to none. Um, you know, in terms of the cons, I just, I, my mind really just doesn't operate that way. I, I don't know that I could think of anything. It's, and I may sound Pollyanna, but it just, it is, I, I, I don't know of one. Yeah, you know, I, I just – you never know, like, what cons may arise. You know, I, I feel like a lot of coaches that have, you know, had a con or two, it may be just the amount of traveling, you know, how much that can be exhausting. But you're probably used to it at this point. It doesn't really phase you too much. I just enjoy spending time with my group. Um, you know, to it's – that sometimes time on the road is the greatest, you know, the best way to bond because you're shoved in a bus together and you experience everyone in close quarters um, and there are no distractions and – uh, I've always relished my time on the road as much as I, you know, hate missing my family um, at the same point in time for our kids and for, for our relationships, which is a really important part of what we do. It's, uh, 
you know, it's it's a great time, and with good people, it's it's never it's never the it's never a problem. And so, you know, obviously over the eight seasons that you've coached, you know, there's been some memorable moments. You know, I think when I was here, I remember you guys capturing that regional championship for the, I believe it was the 19th time, like somewhere near my undergraduate career. I mean, you guys are just so talented every year, it just seems like. But what are some memorable moments for you guys in the game of baseball, Coach? Um, Man, I, there are quite a few. I think, you know, the first one that jumps to mind, and it, it's it's – in 2016, um, our our um, our group had had really fought through quite a bit in 15, coming into 16, and had a, a pretty similar roster and a roster that experienced probably a, um, maybe more setbacks than most teams at UCM have have at least on the baseball side of it have experienced. And in 16, they really responded. Super resilient group. Um, nobody will probably remember this, but I, I believe we started out one and seven. Um, and ended up winning, winning the conference, winning the conference tournament, winning the regional. Um, but the moment that sticks out to me is Ben and Oliver walking off, you know, a three-two win uh, against Missouri Southern at home. Uh, just a tough environment. The environment certainly, you know, was was thick with with atmosphere and with the crowd support that we get. But it was just a big moment, um, and I remember that for sure. And then certainly the conference tournament and. And, you know, the regional appearance and the World Series appearance in that year. But, you know, there are so many moments in terms of um, the recruitment of the student athletes to, to the day to day with the coaches that, you know, we get to enjoy um, the, the first pitch experience. I remember the, the very first first pitch banquet that, that we put on that, um, you know, we really weren't sure how it was going to go. And, it, and it's turned into something that we do annually as, as, a, as a team to, to benefit and, and help aid and um, continuing to support our student athletes in the best way that we can. And, um, you know, I just remember the nerves going into that being the first time we did anything. Um, you know, shoot, the, the first, one of the first times I stepped on campus as an assistant here back in 2012, I remember the first auction that we came to, the athletic auction in August, and I was just amazed at the support and the community and, and the administration and everybody that was a part of, of the athletics department. Um, and, you know, those are memories certainly that I carry with me. Certainly, you know, the successes on the field are, are things that are that are hard to hard to look past. Um, but honestly, the time that we get a chance to spend together as, as coaches and players on a day to day are the things that I'll take with me for sure. Yeah, definitely. Well said stuff, coach. And, you know, I mentioned this to you before we met um, that you guys are currently on a 14 game winning streak. Just describe some of those emotions that you have wall on that streak but also what are some things that you guys can do you think to improve just a little bit so I, I the emotions run game to game you know I and we try to keep emotion out of it as much as we can try to be logical try to you know try to step away from the emotional response and and make practical responses and, and see the game for for what it is um and remove the you know the result and the scoreboard from it um you know, I don't. I don't think this group has played its best baseball yet. Um, and you know, we've put you know three aspects of the game: the pitching, the defense, and the offensive side of it. And I, I don't don't know that we've done all three in a game to this point. Um, it's been a great group, just in terms of the depth and the willingness and the unselfishness of each player. We've played a lot of guys. Um, and I'm extremely happy about that. And we continue to search for the best roles for everybody in, in almost every spot, whether it's on the mound or positionally. Um, so throughout the course of the, you know the 14 games that you mentioned, there's there's been 
there's been a lot of learning, you know, and we have a lot we have a lot of learning that we need to continue to, to do um, to be as good as we can possibly be. So, um, you know, I had no idea that we had run off that many games. And, and it, as I mentioned to you, I, it's just not in my thoughts. My thoughts are about maximizing these guys and what they're capable of doing. And, and we're a long way from that. Um, so my thought really is this practice today and, and how we can get better and prepare for what we know is coming on Friday. Yeah, most definitely. And uh, just briefly, too, what, besides this amazing talent, Coach, what has made you want to continue coaching? You know, I'm pretty sure I looked you up, and, you know, UCM's the only school that you've really coached baseball for in terms of Division II schools. So what has made you just want to specifically stay here and continue that role? I, this, you know, I, it may be hard for students to imagine, I guess, but for me, um, I, I love this town. I, I love being in a town of wherever, whatever we are, fifteen to 20,000 people. I love raising my children here. Uh, the administration uh, from the top down, from Dr. Best to his wonderful wife, Robin, to, to Jerry, to Kathy, um, Carla Crystal, every, everybody that we deal with on a day-to-day that makes things happen um, in, terms of, in terms of my job uh, is, is second to none. They, just, they make this job as enjoyable as it can possibly be, and I love – I love doing this. I don't know what else I would do. I don't know what else I'm qualified for. Um, and there's, you know, there's no place I'd rather be. It's it's really hard to want to be anywhere else than a place that, that provides you the opportunity to help grow young men and, and do it in the best way possible. Is there anything else you want to tell me here today, Coach Crooks? Ah, it's great to meet you. I appreciate what you're yeah. doing, and thank you for your coverage of just the overall, you know, the, the life and atmosphere and, and uh, athletics teams here. It's a big deal, and I, I love celebrating student athletes here in, in this university. So I appreciate it. Yeah, most definitely. You know, like I said, you know, you guys are such a talented team. Keep up the great work, and you know. It, you guys will finish strong for sure. If you start well, you should finish strong. So, Coach Crooks, thank you so much for being here with us this week. When we come back here, we'll be visiting with Mules baseball pitcher Colin Jones right here at UCM. You're listening to Sports Page right here on UCM The Beat. Jill, why don't you tell the class what you did this weekend? Well, my dad and I went in search of some magical minnows and found a zillion of them in the stream from our lookout rock. Then my sister and I escaped from an evil slug king and went back to my super twig fort for safety. Then we told stories till it got dark and the Big Dipper led us all the way home. Where were you, Jill? We went to the forest. It's not that far away. Ask your parents to take you and your friends to the forest this week. It's closer than you think. Check out discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. All right, so we are back here on Sports Page. We just finished interviewing the Mules head coach for baseball, Coach Kyle Crooks. Our next guest here is Mules baseball pitcher Colin Jones. Colin is having an amazing start for the Mules, achieving a record of 4-0 and and an ERA of 1.95. That is some outstanding statistics for the senior here for the Mules. Colin, it's good to have you with us today. How you doing? I'm doing great, Nick. Thank you for having me. Yeah, no problem at all. So we're just going to ask you some questions here, just a little bit about baseball and just some of the roles that you play in the game and a little bit about school as well. So first off, what made you get started in this game? Uh, definitely my parents, my dad mostly. We would go outside and we would do anything, whether it was throw the football around, baseball around, shoot some hoops, and it kind of took off from there. So throughout high school, I played multiple sports, and then baseball was the one I ended up choosing and got to be a part of this great program at UCM. Sounds good. And what brought you here to UCM? And can you explain the recruiting process and just talk a little bit about your childhood and stuff with baseball? Uh, yeah, so growing up, baseball was just everything I looked forward to, whether it was watching it on TV or playing it 
we were able to go travel to different states and playing it like that growing up. And then throughout high school, I'd play with my hometown buddies. And I actually met Nick Magnifico the first time out in southern Missouri, who introduced me, who unfortunately isn't here no more, that introduced me to Damian Stamberski, who was the pitching coach here my first few years. And those were the first guys that I met through UCM that were just absolutely go-getters. They were calling me all the time, seeing how I was doing, uh, trying to get me out to UCM. And it just took off from there once I signed. That's awesome. And can you just uh, explain a little bit how you balance baseball and school? You know, it seems like with athletics, if you're an athlete for the university, that time management component is a crucial part to success here. So can you just talk about a little bit how you balance time management with baseball and school? Yeah, absolutely. It's definitely a skill you learn over time. It takes some time and experience to get that down. Coming in, you really know nothing, not too much about balancing your own class with being an athlete as well. So it definitely takes some time just organizing your stuff out, planning your schedule. As you know, you get your classes in the morning, and then you know you'll be at practice in the afternoon. Sounds good. And what are some memorable moments for you in the game of baseball? You know, I was talking with Coach Crooks, and you guys have had some amazing success over the years. You guys are three-time regional champions, you know, in Coach Crooks' years as a coach for eight years. So just what what are some memorable moments that you've experienced in this game? Just the success that we've had has been an, an incredible blessing, honestly. Baseball gives you a lot of failure. So enjoying that little bit of success that we have gotten over the past four or five years has been incredible, whether it was from winning freshman year in a two-to-one game in the bottom of the ninth or it was the going to carry multiple times it's just been an incredible experience and not only that but the friendships that you find here at UCM you have lifelong friends that you meet playing this game and it's just been incredible with that success and can you describe like some pros and cons of your role you've just been a pitcher correct yes I've just been a pitcher okay so what are some um, pros and cons of that job uh there's really not too many cons of it I would start with the cons first but the with the cons is definitely the soreness you get after throwing. That next day's it definitely takes a few days to sweat it out and get that soreness away from throwing, especially as a starter. You're throwing a lot of innings, you know. So the next day is definitely pretty tough. You're focusing on your body and taking care of yourself. But the pros is just the ability to help your team out. Team out, you know, being a pitcher, you get to throw for your defense and then let your offense go to work. So it's awesome just to be a part of the guy, uh, part of the group with the guys feeling that success, earning that success, and doing it every day. And this might put you a little bit on the spot, Colin, but I have to ask, you know, as I mentioned, you have a 4-0 record with a 1.95 ERA. Have you started off so well for the Mules this season? Just staying in my process. You know, we preach staying in your process, and the process is getting yourself in the right mind, getting your mind and body in the right moment, and being where your feet are, staying humble, and just doing what I need to do for us. It's mainly our defense. You know, I throw the ball over the plate. I really don't get too many strikeouts, so the ball is put in play and our defense goes to work. So it's really the other guys doing that work that makes us successful. Sounds good. And can you just just describe some of the relationships that you have with your team, players, and coaches here? You know, relationship building is a key to success in anything that you do, but just elaborate if you can on that relationship you have with all the team. Oh, yeah, it's it's incredible. We, We hang out and do things on and outside of the baseball program uh, we like to go and do things whether it's even involved with golfing or just going out to eat some places we us guys really like to make sure that we're all in the right mental game and then hanging out outside of the baseball field as well as there so it can be in many areas uh, you definitely see a lot of new faces come and go over the time so it's a little difficult to continue to communicate with everybody but 
just with the other three guys that I've been with here in the five years, I think we've done a tremendous job of staying communi- uh, communicating with everyone and just staying together. And, you know, I was talking to Coach Crooks about this, you know, the renovation process that took place. You guys have your own clubhouse. They really did a good job. Jim Crane and all the alumni did a great job in investing time, talent, and treasure into, you know, making the baseball stadium the way it is. So just describe, like, how does it feel to have, like, a baseball stadium renovated and just the emotions that you guys experience? Like, just describe what that renovation means to you and the players. Oh, yeah, it's it's a blessing. It really is. It's a huge shout-out to Mr. Jim Crane and the sponsors that help us out and the support we get. Absolutely the support. Um, and the, the best thing about it is it's not just for me and us right now. It's for the future mules to come, you know, so it's going to be here forever. So it's it's an incredible turn-up for what they did and what they've done to this place, and it's been awesome getting to move from the locker room we had down there to the locker room we have now. It's it's really a joy. And can you describe a little bit what went through that renovation process? Uh, it wasn't affecting us players very much because it was kind of off to the side, so we, it really didn't affect the players too much, but it was just the time. The time we had to sit there and wait. We knew it was coming at some point. We knew we were going to get a new locker room and new renovations, and it was just the time waiting for it to come. Sounds good. And I have to ask you, too, you know, you guys are currently on a 14-game winning streak. How does it feel to be on that amazing of a roll, and what can you guys do to maybe improve just a little bit? Uh, yeah, there's always things that we can do to improve. That's just, we play ourselves each time we play. We try to eliminate the free 90s, and that's what gets to us at the end of the day. So even those, the close games that we've had, it's been looking over those free 90s, playing ourselves, and seeing what we can do better to eliminate some of those free 90s, whether it's giving up pass balls or steals or things like that. So just always evaluating ourselves and trying to improve everything that we can. And what is one thing that you have learned when playing this game of baseball? You know, every year there's something new that you guys learn, whether it's players, coaches, or team personnel. So just as a pitcher, what is one thing you have learned in this game? Absolutely to stay humble. You know, stay humble. The game will humble you if you're not humble, for sure. So continue to work on your craft and your things, your movement, as well as helping others. You know, serve your teammates because they're going to be out there doing the same thing you are. It's not just about you. Sounds good. And is there anything else you want to tell me? I know you guys have a big three-game series this weekend. You guys were supposed to play against Colorado, but that got canceled. So what are you guys looking forward to this weekend, maybe to just continue that winning streak and domination for Mules baseball? Oh, yeah, just to get out there and play, man. We love having fun. We love being together, and we love doing the things that we do. Yeah, sounds good. It's going to be nice weather for it. So thank you so much, Colin, for being here with us this week. When we come back, we'll get into some club action for the first time ever this year on Sports Page. We'll interview the fencing club team and captain Elena Golden. It's all next here on Sports Page. Hey, want to know what's going on around the University of Central Missouri? We have two great ways to keep you posted. One, you can listen to UCM The Beat by downloading the app for iPhone or Android or listen online at digitalberg.com slash the beat. And two, check out the Mule Skinner, UCM's award-winning student news service at muleskinnernews.com. We are back here on Sports Page where we just interviewed Mule's head baseball coach Kyle Crooks and Mule's baseball pitcher Colin Jones. Now, our final guest here today is the captain and team manager for the fencing club here at UCM, Alana Golden. Alana, it's good to have you with us. How are you doing today? 
I'm doing great. I'm really happy to be here. Thank you for having me. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much for the time. So we're just going to talk about the Fencing Club. This is our first segment where we have, uh, or episode season, I should say, where we have one of the clubs here at UCM. UCM has many clubs that students can get involved in, and Alana, as I mentioned, is in charge of the Fencing Club. So just explain a little bit to us, Alana, about what is Fencing Club and when was it introduced to UCM? Hi. Um, so, yeah, fencing was introduced first um, in the 80s. I don't remember the exact year, but it was sometime late 80s. Um, it has survived that entire time. It's doing really well. Um, we are specifically teaching new fencers how to start fencing. Um, we provide all of the gear and all of the lessons for them. They really only need to come um, prepared with normal sporting things like uh, water and, you know, their tennis shoes and everything like that. And we uh, can provide everything else for them. And we teach them from the very beginning and um, get them uh, ready for tournaments and things like that. Sounds good. And, you know, just mentioning that role specifically, you're involved as a captain slash team manager for the fencing club. So just explain to the viewers here, how did you get involved as a captain and just that membership role in the fencing club? So... Um, I, my technical like title is just a faculty advisor for them. They have their own set of officers. Um, I started my freshman year about five years ago and I fell in love with it. It's been the only activity that really stuck with me my entire time here. Um, I became an officer when I was an undergrad and then led it as their president for two years, and I'm really lucky to now be able to um, serve as an advisor for them, um, like through the school, and I'm able to help teach beginner fencers and coach them as well. And describe that relationship that you have with the teammates. You know, I like to ask this question, especially in leadership type roles, because just that relationship building is so important with your athletes and teammates. So just describe that relationship that you have with the fencers. Um, I love our fencers. Uh, all of our fencers love each other as well. Uh, we get along really well. Uh, I like to think of ourselves as our own friend group. We're not just um, the fencers. We hang out a lot outside of fencing as well. We're very close. Um, it's been my uh, like my own personal friend group the entire time I've been here. Um, they are my best friends on campus, um, and I think a lot of them are each other's best friends too. Like we're just, we spend a lot of time together and get along really well. Very important stuff. And, you know, I've read just briefly about the fencing club that you guys were involved in some championships and stuff, maybe just some memorable moments. But um, what are some of those memorable moments you've experienced, Alana, as a club member? Um. So we go to tournaments uh, about once a month. There's other uh, schools in our guild, and we get to go to tournaments put on by those schools and host them ourselves as well. Um, and we have a lot of memorable moments because a lot of our fencers have placed. They do really well. We don't have a technical experienced um, coach anymore. Um, and so the people that are teaching our fencers right now are just grad students like myself that just have experience. Um, and so the fact that they are still competitive with other schools that do have those coaches is really amazing. And every time our uh, fencers are able to place, um, it's really, it's an amazing feeling for them. And even whenever they don't um, place, we are having such an amazing time with like 
with the other schools as well. Um, we're close to the other guild members. Um, we hang out a lot at people's houses. We have Halloween parties and things like that. Um, and it's just, it's really fun to just hang out and not focus as much just on the winning. Um, you know, uh, I can't think of any like specific moments um, right off of the top of my head other than, you know, we play a lot of games at fencing. We get out pool noodles and we hit each other with pool noodles and things like that. And it's just it's a lot of fun um, as well as work. Sure. Yeah. Anything memorable doesn't have to be like championships or anything like that. Just, you know, the bonds that you guys build with each other. So that's awesome. Time management now, it's a very important aspect that we have to achieve, whether it's athletes or members of a certain organization. So just discuss how you balance being a captain for the club and school. Um, it's it certainly got a little bit hard last semester. Um, I am also working with the school in a GA position um, as well as a full-time student. And it got a little bit hard to balance things out. Um, but now I've been getting better at it and um, just designating specific times to get my work done um, versus um, setting aside that time for fencing and making sure that I'm never doing any work during that time so I can dedicate it to them and making sure that they're improving as much as they can um, is just kind of the best I can do time management-wise. And, you know, something that I don't have here, but I want to ask the importance of it because, guys, this is a specific club. It's it's not necessarily like a team sport. I mean, you could say it's a sport, but in terms of competitiveness, you know, it doesn't seem like, you know, people are like as aggressive or stuff like that. So can you just describe a little bit, Alana, the competitiveness level that goes into this fencing? Um, I do think a lot of people are surprised um, by the competition. Uh, fencing is being one of them. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, fencing for sure is a sport. It's exhausting. Um, just like any other sport you have to practice, um, in order to stay, to get good and stay good at it. Um, but going to tournaments and realizing that there are so many fencers there that do have much more reliable, um, coaching available to them. It's, um, you realize, you know, that the competition is a lot higher than you do whenever you're just going to practice. Um, But we do also have fencers that don't attend tournaments and they just go to practice and fence for fun. And so for those people, it's certainly not as competitive. Um, But for a lot of our fencers and especially our officers, their goal is to be competitive at tournaments. Um, And in order to do that, they do have to um, keep up with their practice and coming to practice and even practicing outside of our designated practice times. Yeah, Lana, that's definitely something that I didn't realize. You know, it seems like, you know, whenever we think of these clubs or organizations, we're kind of trying to do something, you know, to get us out of our comfort zone, you know, maybe to keep us busy, help us stay in shape. But I never really saw a club as competitive as what I'm hearing right now with this fencing club. So it seems like it's been really competitive and you guys are, like you mentioned, you know, you guys are in tournaments and, you know, just getting the uh, fencing club athletes, you know, really involved in stuff. So that's that's really amazing stuff. Um, also, what is one thing that you have learned when being the team manager for the club, like just that describing that leadership role? Um, I've learned how to kind of help people that are just starting out. Whenever you are a student, Um, And you're not focusing on helping others learn. You're focusing more on yourself. Um, 
you don't realize, you know, what's generally difficult for everybody. Whereas um, now that I am helping to teach the other fencers, I've learned a lot of the best ways to teach them, what people generally stick with fastest and what's the easiest way. So I've learned just a lot about teaching in general, I think, um, through my role now. Yeah. And uh, is there anything else you want to tell us here, like any upcoming events or anything like that that you guys have going on? Yeah. So we're actually going to have two um, tournaments in April. I don't remember the exact dates. Um, I believe one of them is going to be the last weekend. They're both in St. Louis, unfortunately. So um, most people aren't going to be able to come and attend. Um, But if you follow our Facebook page, you're welcome to join the group. Um, I accept almost anyone that asks to join, especially if they're a UCM student. Um, We always post photos and any tournament results so you can see how our fencers did. Um, Every semester, we do host a UCM tournament as well that should be on the UCM academic calendar. Not the academic calendar, but um, the like the calendar for events in general. Something like that. (laughs) (laughs) Too many calendars. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) Um, They'll post um, any tournaments that we have, and those will be in the rec in the lower courts. And anybody is welcome to come watch and see our fencers fence. Man, it's such amazing stuff, Alana. You know, I was trying to, you know, figure out some clubs and stuff to interview. And, you know, this fencing club, I really wanted to get on the top of my bucket list because this, guys, this fencing club here at UCM, it goes unnoticed. And, you know, they work really hard. You know, it's not just a club. It's actually a team sport that seems like requires a lot of commitment and talent. So thank you so much, Alana, for being here with us this week. When we come back, we will preview what is on tap here for UCM Athletics right after these commercial messages You're listening to Sports Page here on UCM, The Beat. We can stop to make sure someone is okay. Get in the way and disrupt the situation. Codify an authority. Or walk them home safely. We can change the language around rape. We can make campuses safer for our teammates, our friends, and our classmates. We cannot be bystanders. Taking action isn't always easy, but it's on on us. To intervene. Because we can. Learn more and take the pledge at itsonus.org. We are back here on Sports Page where we just interviewed some outstanding guests, Mules head coach for baseball Kyle Crooks, Mules baseball pitcher Colin Jones, and then the UCM fencing club captain Alana Golden. Now let's take a quick look at what is on tap for UCM athletics in this fourth and final segment. Men's baseball, MIAA action at home this weekend against Rogers State. The games are going to be Friday at 4, Saturday at 2, and Sunday at 1. And then they also play Tuesday at home against Missouri Western with a 6 p.m. start time. Men's and women's track and field, the indoor track is done, but outdoor track is starting up with the Texas Relays this coming weekend going on today through Saturday in Austin, Texas. On women's bowling, the GLVC Conference Championships are this weekend on Saturday and Sunday in Valley Park, Missouri with a 12 noon start. Women's softball, they have MIAA action this weekend. They play Friday at 3 against Emporia State at home, Saturday at 1 against Washburn at home, and then a non-conference matchup at home against Rockhurst Tuesday at 3. Also, um, some other announcements in UCM Athletics. Congrats to Jenny's basketball player, Brooke Littrell, for receiving the D2 CCA Second Team All-American Honors. The Division II Conference Commissioners Association announced this last Friday due to her amazing statistics this past basketball season. 
She became the 18th All-American in Jenny's basketball history to receive this honor and did well to receive this award in terms of points per game averaging 21 and shooting from the free throw line at an 88% clip in the 30 games that UCM played. It was also the 7th All-American honor under Jenny's basketball head coach, Dave Slifer. So that's all the time we have for now. Tune every Thursday night and Saturday night at 6 for Sports Page right here on UCM The Beat. We will be back next week with three segments, the first being Mules head coach for golf, Tim Poe, Mules golf player, Matt Heyman, and then the usual preview and upcoming events for UCM Athletics occurring that week. We will see you next week, guys. I'm Nick DiStefano. Thanks for joining me here on Sports Page on UCM The Beat, and have a great evening. Did you know that the University of Central Missouri has been leading innovation for nearly 150 years? With more accreditations and more qualified faculty members, our commitment to academic success is unparalleled. And we make sure every student receives the support they need to graduate on time and with less debt. So whatever opportunity you're looking for, make your impact sooner at UCM. With campuses located in Warrensburg, Lee Summit, and online. Find out more about UCM and the power of opportunity in action at ucmo.edu.